Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're going to be shedding light on what causes chronic stress. So what causes chronic stress, you may ask? Without further ado, without further delay, allow me to demystify that answer to that inquiry right here, right now. Lamentably, much of my dismay, much of my consternation, much of my chagrin, much of my agony, much of my distress, and much of my grief, the causes of chronic stress are indeed multitudinous. They are pernicious, to say the least. They adversely impinge on every facet of the individual's life. So, what are some of the causes that induce chronic stress? What are some of the causes that precipitate the onset of chronic stress? Without further ado, without further delay, allow me to demystify that answer to that inquiry right here, right now. One of the causes of chronic stress encompasses having poor health. When you're ailing, when your health is in arrears, metaphorically speaking, when your health is waning, when it is atrophying, when your vessel is inflamed, nothing salubrious, nothing beneficent can ensue from that. It can be eminently stressful beyond apprehension, especially when your vessel is in an impaired state. You never want to be vitiated impaired, lethargic, debilitated, torpid, frazzled, fatigued. You never want your health to be compromised in every facet. You want to be able to attain robust, vigorous, optimal health. You want your health to be stellar. You want to be imbued with energy. You want to be ready and rearing to complete your daily tasks. You want to be able to operate efficiently and productively and not struggle to sustain yourself. It can be chronically stressful when your health is abysmal, when your health is egregiously wretched. It becomes your plight and it is just an acutely inflammatory experience to bear that perniciously, adversely impinges on every facet of your life is all the more arduous to cope with fulfilling your responsibilities when your vessel is acutely inflamed. Do not allow this chronic stress to remain unmitigated nor unalleviated. Another cause appertaining to precipitating the onset of chronic stress encompasses succumbing to modern-day slavery, such as wage slavery, or early life slavery. As per wage slavery, if you work a real private sector job based on voluntary demand for an employer, you're often working a dead-end, harrowing, dispiriting, unfulfilling, debilitating, agonizing, really wretched minimum wage job just for a pittance of a non-subsistence wage that only provides you with ephemeral, fleeting, perishable, short-term relief. When you work employee jobs, 
for real private sector employers. You're borrowing equity out of your life, time, dignity, health, happiness, and future wealth just for a pittance of a non-subsistence wage. That can not only induce chronic stress, but also can induce chronic fatigue, chronic burnout, as well as chronic inflammation. It can also adversely impinge on every facet of your life. Early life slavery can also induce chronic stress. In this control market economy, in which the individual has no purview over how their sacrosanct, indispensable, finite, precious, non reproachable time is allocated, they are dispatched to a 13-year K-12 through insalubrious compulsory indoctrination camp, which some people refer to as a 13-year K-12 through insalubrious compulsory concentration camp, while other people refer to it as a 13-year K-12 through insalubrious compulsory prison. People should be pioneers of their own destiny. They should have liberty. They should be at liberty to determine how their sacrosanct, indispensable, finite, precious, non-replenishable time is earmarked. They shouldn't be corralled into this K-12, 13-year, insalubrious, compulsory concentration camp. It bereft them of at least 37,440 hours that they need to have purview over that they want to be able to have a robust, prosperous, auspicious, blissful future that is not fraught with chronic poverty, chronic indigence, chronic destitution, nor insurmountable debt. When they graduate from the 13-year K-12 insalubrious compulsory concentration camp, they receive nothing for their time, energy, and efforts. They receive no compensation, no remuneration, no pension, no grant, no stipend, no benefits, absolutely nothing. Attending the K-12 13-year insalubrious compulsory concentration camp induces stunted growth physically, mentally, and spiritually. It also induces depression, chronic stress, chronic burnout, chronic fatigue, and of course, chronic inflammation. And they learn no pragmatic skills, no practical skills, nor acquire practical knowledge from attending the 13-year insalubrious K-12 compulsory indoctrination camp or concentration camp or prison. It just induces stunted growth, chronic depression, chronic burnout, chronic fatigue, chronic stress, and of course, accelerated cellular aging. It also truncates their telomeres and undermines their quality of life and adversely impinges upon every facet of their house. They're foregoing 37,440 hours of sleep. They're foregoing 37,440 hours of time needed to eat nutrient-dense foods for proper growth and development. And they're also foregoing the opportunity to cultivate behemoth brands across a myriad of social media platforms and create income-generating assets. 
The only way to get out of poverty is to have your income-generating assets as an aggregate generate enough revenue to offset your recurring expenses. There's no other way to get out of poverty. And if you're bereft of your time, if you're eviscerated out of your time, if you're dispossessed of your time from a young age, when you reach adulthood, you will just succumb to relinquishing your sacrosanct, indispensable, finite, precious, invaluable, non-replenishable time just for a pittance of um, fiat currency so that you can at least make the minimum payments on your bills. You need to cultivate your recurring revenue streams. If individuals had purview over how their sacrosanct time was allocated from a young age, then they could cultivate behemoth brands from a young age, and then they could create income-generating assets, such as videos, archivable live stream broadcasts, songs, podcast episodes, e-books, audiobooks, mobile games, software applications, customizable templates, custom-made print-on-demand merchandise, and other types of income-generating assets, so that by the time they reached adulthood, they would more than likely have extreme wealth from their recurring revenue streams. You want to have a multitude of revenue streams. You want to be able to generate affiliate marketing revenue, subscription revenue, advertising revenue, sponsorship revenue, product placement revenue, recurring donation revenue, and of course, sales revenue. You do not want to have your earnings potential be tethered your time. You never want to relinquish your sacrosanct, indispensable, finite, precious, and valuable time just for a pittance of a non-subsistence wage. It does not make any sense, especially when it comes to the cost of borrowing equity out of your lifetime, health, happiness, dignity, and future wealth just for a pittance of a non-subsistence wage. Employers view their employees as expendable exploitable, harvestable capital livestock to be harvested for profiteering purposes. It is quite lamentable and tragic and unfortunate, but it is what it is. That is a grim, that is a grim bleak reality of the situation. Their overarching goal is to maximize the wealth of their shareholders and to maximize their profits. It is not conducive to maximizing the well-being of their employees. They always want to pay their employees the absolute minimum amount of revenue for the absolute maximum amount of time worked. Their interests are diametrically opposed to their employees' interests. Employee wants to receive the absolute maximum amount of revenue for the absolute minimum amount of time worked. In an employer market, employers hold all the cars, they have all the leverage, and begrudgingly, employees acquiesce to working these dead-end, minimum-wage, dispiriting jobs just so that they can at least be able to make the minimum payments on their immediate bills, even though it provides them with no basis for a future, because an employer will never acquiesce to paying them a liberal wage, let alone a subsistence wage. So it can induce chronic stress if you attend the K-12 insalubrious 13-year compulsory indoctrination camp or concentration camp or prison. 
It can induce chronic stress if you live a life fraught with perpetual late wage slavery. It can induce chronic stress if you have poor health. Furthermore, if you have insalubrious relationships, that can also induce chronic stress, especially if you encounter someone who you have a contentious relationship with on a daily basis. It can also induce chronic stress when you have to subsidize the amenities, luxuries, accoutrements of a high life and the unlimited money and the unlimited benefits of welfare aristocrats who refuse to work in incapacity. Most people work real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand. Unfortunately, passed away with over $80,000 of debt as their negative net worth. When you cannot afford to attain your basic needs and you need to finance the luxuries, the amenities, the accoutrements of the high life, the unlimited money and unlimited benefits of people re- of people who refuse to work in any capacity, that could also be stress-inducing. Slavery induced by invisceration fees is indeed stress-inducing for people who work real price jobs based on voluntary demand. People who work real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand often cannot afford to attain their utmost lowest level needs that are relegated to the lowest level tiers of Maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid. However, in this control market economy in which the individual is penalized for being productive, in which their hard-earned money, in which the fruits of their labor are transferred or remitted to welfare aristocrats, they wind up providing wolf aristocrats with everything, even though at the end of the day, they just wind up having insurmountable debt. And of course, chronic stress, chronic burnout, chronic fatigue, and chronic inflammation, because it comes at a cost if you work a real private job based on voluntary demand. The welfare aristocrats have the highest standard of living. They never, they never have to work in any capacity for anything that they receive. In this control market economy, they have all the amenities, all the luxuries, all the accoutrements of the high life, and of course they have unlimited money and unlimited benefits, and they're able to reap indulging in the utmost highest standard of living. They have a self-indulgent life in which they unconditionally receive everything for free in this control market economy as long as they maintain their wealth aristocrat status. They are reticent about working in any capacity because they never want to lose their welfare aristocrat status. Unbeknownst to them, they do not realize that people work real prosecutor jobs based on voluntary demand who cannot even afford to attain their basic needs are mandated in this control market economy to subsidize the amenities, the luxuries, the accoutrements of the high life, the unlimited money, and the unlimited benefits of welfare aristocrats who refuse to work in any capacity, even though the people work real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand, do not even have the wealth to afford to attain their basic needs. There should at least be a universal basic income. There should at least be some semblance of, of a safety net. There's going to be 13,000 evisceration fees that people work real private sector jobs based on voluntary demand pay into and do not receive anything back for paying into.
Lamentably, it is what it is. We live in a control market economy in lieu of a free market economy. And if you work a real practical job based on voluntary demand, you will be subsidizing the amenities, the luxuries, the accoutrements of the high life, the unlimited money and the unlimited benefits of wealth aristocrats who refuse to work in any capacity. And you will do so even if you cannot even afford to make the minimum payments on your bills. That's just the nature of this control market economy. So there are ample causes that induce chronic stress that extend beyond the ambit of just succumbing to modern-day slavery. You could also have insalubrious relationships. You could also have poor health. And those could be causes behind inducing chronic stress. When someone is incessantly getting into needless altercations with other people, that could also be stress-inducing. When someone is constantly succumbing to perils of experiencing acute, chronic, unmitigated inflammation. That could also be stress-inducing. If you have a chronic disease, that could also be stress-inducing. There are so many causes behind chronic stress. So I hope that you found this video to be insightful and enthralling. Have a blissful day. Goodbye.